Hey everybody, welcome to the Legacy Podcast. My name is Bill Dupenthaler. And I'm Mike Conan, and this is a podcast for disciples who want to make disciples. Well, everybody, uh, we are back. I'm with Bill, as you just heard, and we are continuing this series on whole nother level. We decided it's whole nother, not whole nother level. Uh, last <laughs> podcast, uh, you may have heard a couple of it go anyway. And, uh, but we're looking at life and how we could take our lives to a whole nother level. And because we don't do it because we want to prove ourselves and how great we are to our neighbor, our wives, our kids, or our church, or uh, for that matter, to God even, uh, because we know it's by grace that we've been saved. Uh, and it, it, we can't prove you know, how great we are to God and he'll love us more. But this is all about living in that grace. And we have now been set free and made alive to bring glory to God by the way that we live. And so if, if you're going to bring glory to God, why would you want to bring just a little glory to God, right, Bill? Wouldn't you want to bring as much possible, you know, bring as much goodness as you can into the world? Yeah, that's the that's the deal, you know, is uh, we're we're trying to take every aspect of our life, you know, to the next level. And let's again, yeah, we're not working for uh, salvation or something like that. We're not this, this isn't this isn't to gain uh, God's acceptance or God's approval, you know, but it's it's to partner with God and, and to 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 be. Uh, with him in what he's doing in the world, and and to and to you know make our own lives uh, uh, more intimately uh, connected to him, and 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 to have our relationship with him be closer, and and all those kinds of things. And so I love this this whole theme about you know just just taking everything to the next level. Well, and frankly, it's what's best for us, right? You know, doing things God's way and walking in it's how He made us. It's what's best for us, and it's what makes us come alive. And Today's topic is, we're going to call it the general category of work. And, but as we would talk about that, work for each of us might look a little different. Right. You know, some of us might, our work might be primarily in our family and in our home. Some of us, our work might primarily be at our school. Uh, and for other of us, others of us, work might be in a more traditional place where you go to someplace and you're serving. And so, uh, we're going to just unpack a little bit of what work is in the Bible and, and what it can mean in this podcast. And the next one, we'll talk about the byproduct of work, which is money. Uh, and because that's, you know, why most people, I think, work. And so uh, we want to talk a little bit about that, too. But from the beginning, we have to talk about work and that it's good, right? God designed the world. And before sin came in the world, work was made. Adam was given his hoe and his shovel before sin fell into the world. And so in the garden, the first thing that God does is he creates Adam even as he puts him in the garden to tend it and to take care of it. And so before the family's made, before anything is made, work happens. And God has entrusted him, Adam, with taking care of his creation. And uh, there's a lot that can be said about uh, this idea of work from the beginning, but I just want to say work is good. It's something that God has designed for us. In fact, most theologians believe that we're going to work in heaven, uh, that there will be when in the heaven, when in the new heavens and new earth, you know, in the afterlife, uh, when Jesus comes back, he's going to establish the new earth and there will be work for us to do because work is good. And it's uh, one of the ways that God designed us. And Another way to think about that is uh, work makes us feel significant. Work makes us feel important. 
as we are bringing God's goodness into the world and as we are working for God's good in a world, it makes us feel important. It makes us feel significant. And especially as men, we learn from Adam in this early story that he is designed for work. And men have this, especially have this central design in them that is they feel and have a need to feel significant and important. And God has put that in them. And the way that they primarily do that through their lives is through their work. And so that's why when you talk to somebody, you know, as a guy and you introduce, and, and women do this now too, but it used to be mostly guys, uh, would be immediately within a matter of a minute, you would find out what the guy did for work. You know, well, what do you do? You know, mm-hmm. and I'm this, and I'm this, and I'm this. And it's a central part of our identity because it's a central part of why and how God made us. Uh, he designed us to work. And what does that work look like in the world? It's, like I said, quite simply uh, bringing God's goodness into the world, but it's also serving the needs of creation, including the people in creation. And so we've been charged with stewarding this world. We've been in charge with uh, providing God's goodness to this world. And we've been charged by loving our neighbor and serving our neighbor. And that's how we do it is through our work. Um, what, what else would you add into that, Bill, as you think about work? What, what comes to your mind? Well, first of all, I, I really like the, the fact that, you know, a few weeks ago we, we started with, you know, bringing, bringing up our relationship with Jesus, you know, and then, and then last week we talked about uh, taking the next level with our family. So we're kind of like, yeah. we're, we're, we, we started inward and we're, we're moving outward. And so I like this yeah. topic now, you know, as we're talking about like going into the world. And so I, when I think of work and you've kind of, you've kind of already said this, but you know, work as we're talking about it uh, today is whatever you do, uh, throughout your day when you interact with the world. And, and again, like you, you might be at home, you might be at school, you might be at a job, but whatever it is that you do, um, and, and we're not, we're not, the, the topic today is not, you know, how to be a better worker or, or how to get a better job or how to, how to make more money or, um, seven habits of highly effective workers or something. The, the, the topic is how do we bring Christ uh, into um, the workplace and 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 yeah, work it, work is good, uh, but it's not it's not good for everybody. I mean, you, a lot of people have difficult situations. A lot of people are out of work. A lot of people don't like their jobs. A lot of people their their jobs are super stressful. Um, a lot of people, you know, uh, there, there's there's a lot of difficulties with with surrounding work as well, and and so the so the question is. Um, you know, how do we, um, bring, uh, glory to God? How do we, how do we bring, um, the light of Christ? Uh, how does our relationship with Jesus, um, uh, interface with what we do in the world outside of our private home? Right. And as we think about that, of course you nailed it. The most important thing is thinking about it in terms of this is, it's God's world. You know, and it's God's call in my life. And the Bible even says, you know, when you're working, don't work for the person who is your boss. Work for the glory of the Lord. Yeah. You know, and that is such a great thing to to be reminded of because innately we want to please our boss. You know, innately we want to please, uh, like if you're a parent, your kids innately want to please you. And 
almost everybody loves it when their boss is happy with them and doesn't like it when their boss is not happy with them. And so there's this thing, though, if you like you said, Bill, if you're in a tough work situation where your boss is kind of a tool or you're you're facing all kinds of challenges, you know, you might struggle with motivation for why should I work? And and if we think of it in terms of uh, God is our ultimate authority, God is our ultimate boss, and we work for his glory, it really does give us a little bit of freedom that we may not find before to think, okay, would I do this job half-heartedly if God were my boss? Hmm. Would I do this job, eh, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, if, you know, would I, you know, whatever that is, like we said, school, a home, uh, you know, work, traditional workplace, or, or going into any situation, would you do it half-heartedly if you knew God was the one who was watching you? And I think that's an important piece. Like, we have to think of it in terms of, man, my goal in work is not to please my boss, but to bring glory to God. And hopefully both those things are simultaneously knowing that God has put that person in authority over you. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I love that idea, though, that that you, that you started with, though, that, that work is good and 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 you know and it is a gift from god uh and i was just i was just thinking as you were talking like um how good is work and and um and how do you find a um and I, this isn't exactly on topic but i just but it's it's kind of an interesting thought you know how do you find a job that is is something that you really feel like you are called to do and and you and you actually um, enjoy being there and you and not only just, you know, enjoy getting a paycheck and enjoy, uh, the recognition that, you know, from whatever you do or anything like that. But it's like, I actually like love what I do kind of a deal. Um, and if you won the lottery tomorrow, um, uh, and you no longer needed the money, would you continue to do your job? Would you continue to work? Uh, um, or <laughs> if you like, Heck no, man! If I if I won the lottery, I'd be out of here in a second. Just, just kind of interesting thought. Well, I think you know part of what we sometimes it's helpful to just take a step back. You know, for instance, I have one kid that works at a sandwich shop. Okay, and so you, you could just think, "Well, I'm just making sandwiches," or you could think of it in terms of I am providing people food. Uh, that brings them both joy, but it also brings them nourishment. And I make a difference in the world because I am, if I make a good sandwich, people are getting a taste of the goodness of God through this sandwich. And how cool hmm. is that? I have yeah. another kid who works at a tire shop. And so he stacks tires all day long and he sweeps up after the cleanup things and, and stuff. And you think, okay, you could think that's a very kind of lower rung demeaning job, or you could look at it in terms of, you know what, because I do my job, people can stop their cars and not, uh, and go places. Uh, people can travel and see people. People can be safe from hurting other people. And it's kind of cool when you think of it that way and the goodness that you're bringing. There's very, very few jobs in the world that, that are not designed to bring some sort of goodness uh, to the world. Yeah. And, we don't have to get into those, but there's something about if you get some perspective on your work, it really does help Yeah, a little bit. Well, and I think the other thing that, that really, really helps, you know, speaking about perspective is, um, and I've said this to, to many guys over the years uh, who are, you know, 
like for example, like you and I are both in vocational ministry. So, so our, yeah. our quote job is, is doing like Christian stuff all day long, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, and, and so I've had people say, gosh, I wish I had a job like yours, uh, where I could just, you know, be talking about Jesus and meeting with people and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, whereas, you know, my job, it's just blah, 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 fill in the blank, whatever it might be. But like you said, Mike, um, it's a, almost any job, if, if you, if you have the perspective of you know, it's bringing value or, or some sort of service to the world, that's, that's one part of it. But the other part as a follower of Jesus, um, I love this idea that, um, okay, you know what? You're there, whether it's the tire shop, the sandwich shop, or the, the, the clinic that you work in, or the, or the law firm that you work in, or it, it, it doesn't matter what it is that you do. Um, you're there as a secret agent for God. And, and, um, like you've got people in, in your office that only you, um, have access to that, like that, that I do not have access to. So I'm never going to reach, you know, the, the, you know, again, fill in the blank, whatever it might be. The, the person that that works in in your shop, in in your office, uh, at your facility, uh, in your school, uh, you know, I'm not going to reach them. God's placed you uniquely in that place to be a light for him. It's such a good way to think about it, being a light for God. And sometimes that means, you know, showing God's character, but sometimes it means actually thinking about cultivating relationships at work. Like that's one of the things that you and I have talked about quite a bit is uh, as people who, like you said, are in full-time ministry, we don't have the relationship opportunities that other people have to meet people. Right. Uh, we we might meet you know friends of people, but we don't have a natural place like most people do in their work environment where they can meet people, and people can see the character of God in them. They could see the light of Christ in them, you know. And everybody's saying, you know, you know, let's just take a shortcut here. The person will never know, and we'll do this. And you're the one who's saying, no, we need to do it right, guys. If a job's doing, we should do it right. And there's something about that when you're you're demonstrating consistently. Uh, the character of God, but you're also demonstrating the, the capacity to care for and love for those around you and to listen to them and to hear them and to, you know, think about how can I be the light of Christ, like you said, Bill, to this person? How could they see God's love and goodness in me? How can they experience that in me? And and honestly, it also is, is like you said many times, it's praying and asking the Lord to make you a light yeah, in yeah. those situations. Yeah. And, and, and and really like praying f- uh, ahead of time uh, for your coworkers and 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 asking God to give you um, opportunities to to be a light and 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 praying for opportunities to actually speak about the Lord not in a not in a forced uh, contrived way but but in a natural organic way where it, where it just comes up um, and and man if. if uh, Jody and I, we we pray almost every single morning something along the lines of "Lord, help me today to keep my eyes wide open, my ears wide open to to see and hear what mm. you want to do today." You know, through me. Yeah. And and uh, when you go to work with that kind of an attitude uh, of eyes wide open to see what's really going on spiritually around you, 
Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. If you're if you're sensitive to it and aware of it, um, you'll have little opportunities throughout your day to uh, reflect uh, Jesus to the people around you. Well, I was thinking of one of the guys is your brother, uh, John. Yeah. And one of the things that you talked about and I've talked about having been to him, he's a chiropractor, but uh, whoever he is with, that's the, that's the center of his attention for that moment. And he really does a great job of, of being present with the person that he is with right there. And I think that's a way that we demonstrate Christ is being present with people. So you're not, he's not thinking about the next guy. He's not thinking about something else in his mind. He's focusing everything he can on that moment and that yeah. client who's right in front of him. And that's a real gift, uh, I think, to anybody is that, that ability to, to show that kind of care. And this is an example of what you're talking about. You know, I, I think that it's also, like you said, praying for those divine appointments, which we talk about all the time, is yeah. that, Lord, bring someone in my path today at work who uh, I can be with. And and let me just say this, and we've said this a thousand times too, how you know some God's bringing somebody into your path is if they're coming up to you and you've built a relationship with them where you've listened to them, cared for them, where they're sharing with you some of the pain and hurt and struggle that they're facing. And Frankly, work is hard too. So they might be grumbling about their work. I mean, from the time, uh, yes, work is created good, but we also know the fall happened. And and now, you know, what once was super easy gardening and super easy work uh, is now it's the Bible says filled with thorns and thistles and yeah. it is challenging and work is no longer easy and people no longer enjoy it the way that they did. And so you being that that vessel of light, but also you can hear people in their challenges. Sometimes that's an opening the Lord will give you to say, you know, somebody is facing some pretty challenging stuff. And that's your open door to say, you know, Jesus might be able to help you with that. Yeah, yeah. And to take that moment to pray for them is is a pretty powerful moment for a lot of people on that end. Oh, yeah. I, and we've talked about this before, but that, that idea of actually praying for somebody like right then and there on the spot i mean that I mean yeah. that can be such a powerful thing and uh and and i have been trying to practice that a whole lot in the last uh you know year or so and and yeah. and, and it's been amazing uh even like the other day uh i was at the coffee shop and and uh and you know we got our wires crossed, and you were you were sitting in yeah. one coffee shop, and I was sitting in the other coffee shop, <laughs> and waiting for yeah. each other. And and um, but you know what was super cool was um, when 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 we texted, and then we said, okay, well, you know what, it's not going to work. We'll just you know re, you know reschedule. Right after that, um, my buddy T A walks up to me, and uh, okay, and and uh, and 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 he, and he said, hey, I've only got. Um, a few minutes, but do you have, do you have time to talk? And I said, absolutely sit down. And, and, you know, we had this amazing time and he told me some of the things that were going on in his life. And, and, um, and I, and I, um, got to pray for him. Uh, and, That's cool. and, and, and I, and, and, you know, the minute I saw him, the minute, we, the minute we texted and said, okay, it's not going to work for us to meet. And then a, a second later, he comes walking in, I, like that was just an example, you know. I was like, "Okay, Lord, this is awesome." Like, I know, I know this is you, and and um, but so so for you and me, like being at at Cutter's Point, <laughs> I mean that's that's about as close as we get to being in a 
you know, a, a kind of a workplace environment. And, and so I love looking for those little opportunities like that. Well, and let's, let's dig into this last part here, uh, which is everything we talk about is, of course, good. But, you know, bringing the character of God into the workplace. And this is the other part that we think about when we think about work and how to honor God at work and those things. And one of the things that I hear a lot, unfortunately, is Christian businessmen and businesswomen are some of the worst to work with. Like you have to watch them like hawks. And I hear this all the time for people, wow. all the time for pagans. One of the guys who uh, I really wanted to come to meet the Lord and share uh, with him uh, had a Christian who called himself a pastor take all of his money when he was supposed to rebuild and remodel his house and never did it. Wow. Uh, and so there's something about integrity that is so important. And yes, we're all broken people. And yes, we all make mistakes. But there is something about integrity as a Christian uh, that you bring to the workplace that people are watching with eyes wide open for little things that you do and big things that you do. And I've, I've you know, certainly made mistakes. Uh, you've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes in our work, but we do have to figure out how can we be bringing the most integrity to our situations. It, yeah. it really is a way for us to honor and glorify God, I think. Yeah. No, I love that. It, and and we haven't got too much time to dive into a lot of these things, but you know, the one other one that I was thinking about too that we we you and I had talked about before we started recording was this idea of how do we love people? And and yeah. and that's kind of a you know, it, it sort of it can sound like kind of a weird like what do you mean how do you love people you know i love you you know but but uh, but as the bible describes love uh it's like in first corinthians 13 it describes love is patient love is kind um and is in a lot of those in a lot of those other characteristics of god you know l- love is love is generous and love is good and uh Love is not easily angered. Boy, talk about a uh, a thing at work. You know, uh, it's it's easy to get annoyed with people. You know, and but but love is not easily annoyed or easily angered. And and um, you go through all those aspects. And uh, uh, yeah, just that idea. You know, what would Jesus do if he were there? Uh, or how how would you react if Jesus were actually standing right there in the room? Uh, and and actually, by His Spirit, He is there in you, you know. And and so, so trying to live our life uh, is a as a way of reflecting all those things. I think the last one that's worth mentioning is is just having some self discipline at work too, you know, especially in the work situation. Mm-hmm. You, you want to be a, a, honoring God by actually doing what you're supposed to be doing and not distracted. If you're the person who's always on your phone at work. Um, that is not a great witness. Yeah. I, you know, if you're the person who is always chitty chatting with everybody while everyone else has to cover and do your work, that is not a good witness. You know, yeah. as loving as we want to be, you cannot do it at the cost of your actual work to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so uh, I think there's a lot to be said for for a lot of these uh, things. But the bottom line with work is, you know. And, and whatever we're doing in the world, it's to bring God's goodness and to bring him glory. Like that's that's our job. That's our goal in the world is to bring God glory by bringing his goodness into the world, into serving the needs of those around us. And and the bottom line of what work is and the bottom line of what living is, is putting others' needs above your own and treating your neighbor as yourself and uh, all that for the glory of God. And so if we have that as our heartbeat, uh, and we bring the love of Christ to people, we really can change the world by 
leveling up at work and yeah. and changing how we might do whatever it is that we're doing. Maybe it's a little bit more dedication in some of these things can really, really transform uh, our situations. Yeah, and so I, I guess to wrap up, I I like to challenge you to think about what is one aspect of what we've talked about here uh, in in terms of work that that you'd say as you're reflecting on it that yeah that's definitely applies to me i should definitely uh level up on in in that area and so i, I just challenge you to 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 take that to the lord and and actually decide make a decision uh to give that to the lord and ask him to help you to um to take that to the next level to take your work to the next level and take bringing jesus into into the workplace into the school into the community um uh, take that and and uh, let's let's level up. And so, uh, we're going to discuss uh, uh, next time how how money plays into all this. And, and like you know, like Mike said earlier, that that's that's uh, that's what that's why we work is to make money. And and uh, and that's a huge topic. But for now, uh, we're just so grateful that that you are following along, that you're listening to our podcast, and we sure appreciate. Uh, your financial support, those of you that are that are uh, supporting uh, Our True Legacy, if you have not had a chance to do that yet, you can go to our website, OurTrueLegacy.com, and uh, click the Giving tab. And um, But no matter what, we, we're just so grateful for all of you, and, and um, we want to continue to do what we're doing, and uh, we're going to continue to be disciples who make disciples. Amen? Amen. Amen.